Welcome to episode 15 in the Lives of the Saints first series, the 1928 BCP Saints. I'm Father Ron Shipley, founder and director of the Anglican Internet Church. In this episode, I honor St. Luke, whose feast day or holy day is October 18th. The name Luke is an English translation of the Greek Lucas or Latin Lucius, both of which mean found. St. Luke does not identify himself anywhere in his gospel or in Acts of the Apostles. The only reference to him is by St. Paul, who in Colossians 4, verse 14, wrote of, quote, Luke, the beloved physician, unquote, who was likely a Gentile, which is the meaning of the phrase he used, not of the circumcision. Traditional interpretation is that he was a physician at Antioch in Syria. He is the only New Testament author who was not Jewish, unless you accept the minority view that St. Mark was Roman. The earliest in the church to credit the Gospel and Acts to Luke were Justin Martyr around 150 A.D., Irenaeus of Lyon around 170 A.D., Tertullian around 180 A.D., and Eusebius in the early 4th century. Both the the Gospel of St. Luke and Acts of the Apostles were written in an elegant, polished, flowing form of Greek, of Koine Greek, the everyday Greek language of the 1st century. The books most likely were written sometime between 62 A.D., and 85 A.D. The traditional symbol for St. Luke in art and icons is the ox or bull, or if you prefer the NKJV word, calf, such as the one in the Cretan-style Greek Orthodox icon on the slide, painted by the celebrated artist Emmanuel Zanus in 1657 A.D. The ox image was inspired by the visions of four living creatures in Revelation 4, verse 7, itself inspired by Ezekiel 1, verses 5 to 21. Early Eastern Church tradition, mostly ignored in the Western Church, also credits St. Luke with the painting of the first icon of the Blessed Virgin Mary and many other icons. Five major themes characterize St. Luke's gospel. His focus upon the universality of the message of Jesus Christ and the offer of salvation available to all who believe in him. The power of witness, meaning both evangelizing and running the risk of sacrificing for the advancement of Christian belief. The power of faith. The power of prayer with intimate glimpses into Jesus' personal prayer habits and his stress on the church as a community of prayer, and the underlying theme that God fulfills his promises, here meaning both those made in the Old Testament as well as in the New. St. Luke's work includes unique content that has affected the traditional understanding of Christianity, His gospel is the only one with an introduction. 
in which he pays tribute to Theophilus, who probably was the contributor who made it possible for St. Luke to undertake the travels and interviews through which he collected accounts of the life of Jesus. His gospel includes three annunciations by angels. The first is Zacharias, the second to Mary, and the third to the shepherds. It gives us the only narrative of the nativity of John the Baptist, including the only mention of John's mother and father. The only nativity account of Jesus, upon which no good Anglican parish could celebrate Christmas Eve with the traditional lessons and carols, which, by the way, are part of the AIC seasonal video series available on the digital library page at our website. A unique genealogy of Jesus, which, compared to St. Matthew's genealogy, traces his lineage across 77 ancestors instead of 42, following the male or priestly line with no women, focusing on Nathaniel instead of Solomon, and beginning with Adam instead of Abraham. It is only in St. Luke's Gospel that we have a glimpse into the boyhood of Jesus' life in the account of the 12-year-old child Jesus teaching the doctors in the temple. St. Luke's Gospel includes four unique songs, the Benedictus, sung by Zacharias, the father of John the Baptist, the Magnificat, or My Soul Doth Magnify the Lord, sung by the Blessed Virgin, the Gloria in Excelsis, and the Nunc Dimittis, or Song of Simeon. It also includes many unique parables, including some of the most famous parables, the Good Samaritan, the Lost or Prodigal Son, the Rich Man and Lazarus, the Pharisee and the Tax Collector or Publican, and the Lost Coin. St. Luke's Gospel includes more women playing more important parts in spreading the Gospel message, including Elizabeth, cousin of Mary and mother of John the Baptist, Anna the prophetess, Mary and Martha of Bethany, who were sisters of Lazarus, Mary Magdalene. It includes the sending out and return of the Seventy, the raising of Lazarus, the account of the restoration of Zacchaeus at the sycamore tree, the moral discourses in chapter 10, verses 13 to 59, and the two sets of kingdom lectures, chapter 16, 14 to 18, and chapter 17, 20 to 37. In his gospel are many references, directly or indirectly, to the struggle between spiritual light and spiritual darkness. St. Luke's Acts of the Apostles, a form of sequel to his gospel, gives us the only glimpse we have of the descent of the Holy Spirit at Pentecost, the martyrdom of St. Stephen, and of how the church carried out the Great Commission to spread the gospel to the world in the years after the resurrection and his ascension. For more on the unique content and themes of the gospel of St. Luke, see episode 12 through episode 26 in the AIC Bible study series, New Testament Gospels and Epistles, using links from 
the page designated http colon right slash right slash www.anglicaninternetchurch.net bible study bible hyphen study dot html for the AIC seasonal video series lessons and carols for Christmas Eve incorporating St. Luke's nativity account in Luke 2 1 to 20 use the link on the same site at digital library digital hyphen library slash html which also displays links to other seasonal videos and to the podcast library of homilies and other teaching materials. According to church tradition, St. Luke never married and was martyred at age 84 in Tabiausia, region of northeast central Greece. His remains were later moved to Constantinople. According to tradition, one of the Turkish sultans, Murad II, sold St. Luke's relics to a Serbian chieftain who later sold them to the Venetian Republic in Italy. Today, there are three locations claiming the remains or part of of St. Luke. His body lies in a lead-lined reliquary in the abbey at the Cathedral of St. Justina, a Benedictine church in Padua, Italy. His skull is said to lie at St. Vitus Cathedral in Prague, Czech Republic. In the late 1990s, the Roman Catholic Church donated a rib from the remains of St. Luke at Padua to the Greek Orthodox Church, and they were used and installed in the tomb of St. Luke at Thebes, Greece. In 2001 AD, the remains of St. Luke at Padua were carbon dated and verified to be those of a man of the correct age and ethnicity for the first century AD. It was further determined in that study that the head at St. Vitus Cathedral in Prague fits exactly into the neck of the body which is at Padua. St. Luke is honored as the patron saint of physicians. The Collect for the Feast of St. Luke was written by the Reverend Dr. Charles Morris Addison for use with the 1928 Book of Common Prayer, replacing the original 1549 Collect written by Archbishop Cranmer. The illustration is a statue of St. Luke at St. Stephen's Cathedral in Vienna, Austria. Almighty God, who didst inspire thy servant St. Luke the Physician, to set forth in the gospel the love and healing power of thy Son, manifest in thy church the like power and love to the healing of our bodies and our souls, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. In the Anglican tradition in America, St. Luke is commemorated in the special verses of the hymn From All the Saints in Warfare, written in 1864 by Horatio Nelson and published with the 1892 hymnal and sung to the tune Aurelia. For that beloved physician, all praise whose gospel shows the healer of the nations, the sharer of our woes. Thy wine and oil, O Savior, on bruised hearts deign to pour, 
and with true balm of Gilead, anoint us evermore. The music was performed by Richard Irwin, whose website is www.hymnswithoutwords.com. If you'd like a PDF of all four pages of the hymn, please send an email request to me at frron.stjohnanglican at earthlink.net. Thank you for joining me for episode 15 in the Lives of the Saints first series, the 1928 BCP Saints. Episodes, as well as other teaching videos and seasonal videos, are or will be available on our YouTube channel, which is a secure channel, HTTPS, don't forget the S, colon, slash, slash, www.youtube.com, slash, C, slash, St. John C, with Saint spelled out. Or a better way, by using the episode links on the digital library page at www.anglicaninternetchurch.net. Bible study videos are linked from the Bible study page at the same site. I also invite you to visit our virtual bookstore of historical prayer, teaching, and other publications. And again, this is a dedicated site, https colon slash slash www.amazon.com slash author slash Ronald hyphen E hyphen Shibley. 100% of all book royalties are contributed to the AIC ministry. Until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be merciful to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Glory be to God for all things. Amen. This program has been a presentation of the Anglican Internet Church. We invite you to visit our website and use its resources at www.anglicaninternetchurch.net.